Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of 15 Good Minutes. As always, as always, this you got Coach B, and I'm here with half of the A-team today. Freddie, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well with yourself. Doing good, man. Doing good. Good to see you. We weren't here last week because I was traveling. I was in uh, California, and this week, uh, JR's out sick. Get get well soon, buddy. Uh, we'll see you next yeah. week. It's it's the it's the halfway point of of the NBA season. The All Star Game. One, did you watch it? Two, did you care? Three, do you have any thoughts on it? The only part of the All Star festivities that I watched was the three point shootout and the dunk competition that I um, that I thought um, to me that that was the highlight of the weekend. I did not watch the game. I actually watched what's happening and what's happening now that was airing on TV one. But the NBA is is bad and I think getting worse. I I, I kind of like the format where it was like a pickup game. We're gonna pick up right before the game. But the fact that nobody, nobody's playing defense and it just it it just isn't the same. So I didn't I didn't watch it either. I watched how the teams were selected and then chirped out. And to your point, the night before the the um two nights before the celebrity game was 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 good um they always bring somebody out that's talented and most most times it's an NFL player you know as was the case this year um skills challenge challenge so so I don't know how I feel about the dunk contest because I'm just one I'm not a fan of Matt McClung I'm not hating but you know if you got to bring somebody in from the G League to do your 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 dunk contest either stop having it or go back to how it used to be back in the day when you had no fooling, you know, NBA players doing it. But at the end of the day, he he put on a show, he got it done, you know, did a good job. So when we, when we first took a look, Freddie, at, uh, uh, at the NBA at the start, um, we kind of looked at where, where, you know, who was in the lead. I'm going to start you off in the Eastern conference. It's still pretty much the same Celtics, one bucks two, 76ers, three, and oddly enough, now the Cavaliers are four. Based on those top four in the in the East, do you see any shakeup? I don't see any any shakeup. I think you know probably some uh, you know you know Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Um, you know they may look at, and I think we're we're approaching that 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 time frame to where if if there's a player and he's bought out. You know they can sign with a team and be eligible to make you know on a playoff roster. I think we're getting closer to that point. But um, yeah, like what's um, what's your guy's name from Cleveland that's about to sign with Miami this week? Uh, Kevin Love, very very, yeah, very similar yeah. situation. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know, so I think I think something like that. But um, I don't I don't really see um. You know, there being much of a shakeup in the East. Right now, I didn't mention the five slot, but the five is the Nets. They they were very active in that trade. Do do they hold that five spot? Go up, go down. In your opinion, you know, you still see them as a playoff team when we get down to to the spring. I, I do see them as a playoff team. I, I do see them. And that's just because barring injury, of course, because everything is barring injury. But if they stay healthy and they and they continue to gel. I do see them as being a five spot. I don't see them improving on on the five spot, but I, I see them definitely holding it. I'm there too. Um, it's very tight when I look at those top four. Three and four both have 38 wins. Number two, Bucks have 41 at the time we recorded. Celtics have 42. Um, I don't know how Giannis's hand injury will impact them. To your point about you know health being consistent all across. 
but I think Milwaukee will still be be a top top four team. Um, before we leave the East, interesting today as we record, um, Atlanta fired Nate McMillan. It kind of got me wondering if it had anything to do with the disagreements that him and him and Trey were having, or if they were just you know thinking that they wanted to be because they're five hundred team right now. I'm not sure what what the expectation was. But um, they bounced Nate this afternoon. Um, before I go over to the West, any anything about the East up to this halfway point surprised you so far, or has it pretty much been as you as you thought it would be? But I would say the biggest surprise of the East will would be the Brooklyn Nets. You know, playing without Kevin Durant. I mean, you have um, Kyrie Irving for a period of time, and, and they actually did very well. Mm-hmm. And then and now, you know, you trade Kyrie, you trade KD, and now you get these the assets, these pieces in, and they're playing well. All right. Well, rounding out the East, uh, like I said, we got the Nets at five, Knicks at six, almost identical records, Heat at seven, Hawks at eight, and the Wizards are at nine. Jumping over to the West, um, I don't think there's been a whole lot of change here either. Top four. Nuggets followed by the Grizzlies, followed by the Kings, followed by the Clippers. Anything jump out at you from the West? I would say the Kings. Yeah, uh, being yeah. three, they weren't there last time we had this conversation. And, 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 and I think I think the Kings being at three is a product of the inconsistency of the West. I think they're going to struggle to hold on to that that three spot. They may struggle to hold on to the three, but the one thing I would give them and that whole, to your point, in that whole Western Conference mode of inconsistency, I think they have been consistent. They they are a whole in their own way. Everybody else seems to be going through these changes. So do I see them holding the three? Nah. Do I see them in the playoffs? Absolutely. Um, I, I think for me with the West, you know, I, I take a hard look at the five, which is which is Phoenix. And I think it's significant that you lost Mikel. Bridges, you know, and, and Camp Johnson, I think. But you're picking up KD. He's going to be playing soon. It, it would be, you know, to your point, barring injury, they could easily be uh, a top three team. Any thoughts on Memphis and how hot they were last time you and I talked about this? They seem to have a couple of challenges that they're trying to overcome right now. I think Memphis needs a reset after the season. You know, What kind of reset? I, I think they, they need a, a cultural like a veteran (laughs) i think they need that because right now i think they have a mentality that they're gonna and i think the coach is is help helping uh perpetuate that that mentality i I think you know i actually thought for a while you know um i think one of the good news stories of the first half is uh, how quickly my guy and, and your guy too danny green has come back and even though he's with Cleveland now, he spent a lot of time there. And he was a he was a good calming influence for them. You're talking about a guy who's been around, got a few rings, you know, and could talk to those young cats in the locker room. And with him gone now, I, I don't think I don't think they have that. I think they need a strong veteran presence. I don't have a problem with um, you know, being young and cocky, but there's a there's a fine line between confidence and cockiness. And and if they don't manage it well. You know, they're going to end up being like one of those highlight teams. But to your point, they only go so far, you know, um, in the West. With that, um, what's your biggest surprise, if there is one, for the first half of the year in the Western Conference? I would say it would be the moves 
that that the team in the West made, with the exception of of Denver. I don't think Denver really made any moves, but if you well, they at- let they let. They let um, what's the kid's name from VCU Bones Highland? I think is gone now, right? Well, yeah, yeah, Bones. Bones is gone. Um, yeah. I think I would say the moves that were made by Phoenix, Dallas, the Clippers, um, you know, planning. Even even the Lakers. I, I think the moves that all the the potential teams that can make the playoffs, the moves that they made, um, it made them better. You see the Lakers who currently sit in the 13 slot of 15. You see them making the playoffs? If LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy for all those games, yes. I don't see it happening. I think they will be healthy, thankfully, but I don't think think that they're going to get – I don't think they're going to leapfrog. And to me, the biggest surprise, and maybe it was fool's goal early, is the fall – I'll call it the fall of Utah because Utah came out the gate on fire. So now what are they sitting? They're sitting number 11. They're the kind of team that can 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 make some moves. Um, obviously, I think that one way or another, Golden State's going to be in there. I'm not sure about the Pelicans, Freddie. I I I I talked about this at the beginning of the year. I think, you know, um, if Zion is in, out, in, out, I think they lose something. For me, the single biggest question mark in the Western Conference has to do with um, will Kyrie make Dallas better? You know, um, it, it, even if he doesn't make them worse, they're a playoff team already. If he makes them better, it could be it could be a difference maker. And my jury um, is is still out on that. So um, it's interesting. Rounding out, rounding out. We talked about the top four, but rounding out the remaining five for those top nine. You got Phoenix in the five slot, Dallas in six, Pelicans in seven, Timberwolves, Timberwolves in eight. And Golden State nine, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that how that shakes out. Right now, you got Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings one, two, and three. Yes or no? That's the same top three when we get to the playoffs. No, I would agree with that. Um, in the Eastern, pretty much same question: Celtics, Bucks, Seventy Sixers. Do you see those as the top three in the East? Yes. I would agree with that as well. All right, so um, if you had to, if you had to pick one each today, give me your two teams that are in the NBA Finals. I would say Phoenix is it, really a toss-up in the East between Milwaukee and, and and Boston. I struggled with that one too, but I, I went with Milwaukee ultimately from the East, and I went with Denver from the West. Before we chirp out today, Freddie, you got anything to say? Yes, I have some. Freddie's got something to say. Stand by, folks. We got to put him on the <laughs> clock for 60 seconds. You know how we do. And you're on, man. What you got to say? So this is not targeted at Kevin Durant, but I have a problem with players not honoring their contracts. It, it, it's gotten to a point to where it is just it is just become ridiculous. You get to a team, you sign a contract, and and for whatever reason, you no longer want to want to want to honor it, and I think that you know guys that sign contracts, what it max deals or whatever, and go to this team, they should they should literally be under a contract to say, you know what, the most you can do in the off season is resign for the remaining amount of what you would have had. I, I think that's problematic. It's, it's a bad look for the game. I, I would agree. Um, 
one hundred percent with what, what Freddie is saying. I've said this for for every sport, and and out here in the world that 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 Freddie and I live in every day, we we can't go to work and demand a trade tomorrow. They'll say, okay, trade your ass on out of here. It's not how how things work. I think it sends a bad message to kids. Uh, and interesting enough, even though Freddie he's not he's not targeting Kevin. They asked Kevin about it this week, and he said, oh, I think this is good for the NBA, you know, for guys just to – he, he made that statement. I'm like, no, it's not good for the NBA. You sign for something, in my opinion, you have to be, you have to honor that. And when you don't honor that, to Freddie's point, I do think something has to be done. Whether or not it does is going to be a conversation for a different day, but that's a great – I got something to say. Um, so let us know how you guys feel, you know, and we'll use that as our question of the week. Um, should players be accountable for the contracts they sign? Yes or no, support your case. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can find us on Twitter at 15 Good Minutes or right here on YouTube.com slash 15 Good Minutes. So that's it this week. Like I say, um, JR's out sick. Get get well soon, buddy. Freddie, you got anything for our audience before we pop out? Hey, get well, JR. We'll see you hopefully on the next statement. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody have a great weekend and a great week. We'll see you next week. We're out. <laughs>